Guys, listen, Sibling Rivalry, we, our debut performance at the Castro Theater for Sibling Rivalry Live is happening January 5th. January 5th, we're going to be at the Castro Theater. We've performed, I mean, it, for Sibling Rivalry, yeah, we, we've performed together at the Castro I said Rivalry. the debut of Sibling Rivalry Live is what I said. That, that was like my debut of 57th Street on the north side, on the east block. <laughs> anyway, go to the go to the, oh my God. Go get your tickets to go see us at the you Castro Theater. You can go to seethedragqueen.com and you can find your ticket link there. Go to seethedragqueen.com. But you really should go to monetexchange.com and get the tickets through there. Y'all, Netflix is a joke and me and Monet happen to be absolutely hilarious. Sibling rivals going around the world and by around the world, I mean literally San Francisco and LA. So kind of just <laughs> California. <laughs> so if you want to come see us for the Netflix is a joke festival, it's going to be on May 5th, which is my mom's, well, almost my mom's birthday. Come see us and go to monetexchange.com to get tickets. Well, what's your mom's birthday? May 9th. <laughs> okay. Get, go to see the drag queen.com and get your tickets. <laughs> that's not, that's not your mom's birthday. <laughs> my name is Bob the drag queen. And I'm Money Exchange. And this is Sibling Rivalry. On this week's episode, Monet is the brand ambassador for Iceland. We continue with our series, Every Rue Girl, with part seven. And we find out what made Monet say this. Now, I didn't love on season eight because she was finally with my best friend, and I was like, I don't like that white, ugly, pasty, fucking Britney Spears boogie bitch. And we find out what made Bob say this. And allegedly, allegedly, I don't know how true this is, but allegedly, she's now she does uh, car share ride driving, which is ironic. Monet, you're in Iceland. Ice like your heart. <laughs> I'm in Iceland. So really quick before we start the podcast. So the reason why I'm here in Iceland right now, people like, I posted a thing about me at the bath thing. They're like, why are you in Iceland? Why are you in Iceland? So I won this as a prize on RuPaul Dragons All-Stars 4 in 2018. The week after I won this prize on TV, the airline that World of Wonder got us, Wow, wow, wow Airlines, folded. The company went bankrupt. Drag her. So I didn't have a way to get there. And then I was like busy with work and stuff. Naomi redeemed her. It was the makeover challenge. Naomi redeemed hers. And I'm just redeeming mine. But the company Pink Iceland, who shout out to Pink Iceland. They're a queer travel uh, 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 situation here in Iceland. If you are queer and you want to travel to, fuck, not even queer, anyone. If you want to travel to Pink to Iceland, Pink Iceland is your girls. They're everything. And they've been taking care of me the entire time. They pay for my accommodation. They're not paying us. They're not paying us. Nigga, you mind your business. Anyway, you want to go to Iceland. Your side check. Get your side checks over on, over on your Instagram page. Get up Pink Iceland. They're a queer. And everyone who works there is queer. They're gay as fuck. And they are amazing. I've done everything to do there is to do in Iceland. And it's been seamless, beautiful, amazing. So shout out to Birna and um, Avery. Oh. They're everything. Why are you dragging me into your brand deals? Drag it, just dragging me along with your little brand deals. This is wild. What, why are you so tired? If if you get all your travel done for you, why are you so tired? I'm just I'm just tired. I've been out all day doing adventurous stuff. And I just came from the gay bar. I was drinking. Bob, I think I've reached the age where I'm a little because I had a little too much, I think I was a little overserved. 
and I was like dozing off a little bit at the drag show. Not because the drag show was bad, it was a very good show. I was just like a little tipsy, but now I'm like coming down. Well, then it's going to be exciting. This is going to be probably one of the most exciting episodes of uh, Every Rue Girl because Monet is going to be 100% honest today because she got a little bit of that juice in her, honey. She got a little bit of that gender fluid in her, honey. So let's <laughs> let's go on our... Without that's funny. Further... That's funny. She got a little gender fluid. That's funny. You look very jazzy. Why are you look so jazzy? Uh, well, I, I, was just, I just dressed nice to go out today, and then I just put this outfit back on. I was in bed, like, not wearing... I was wearing in my bed in my underwear, and then I just got dressed and put this back on. You and Jacob were in the um, bed in your underwear together? Jacob was... No, Jacob was actually more dressed than I was. Jacob was not wearing a shirt, but he was wearing some shorts, and I was in my underwear. Did you and Jacob hook up today? We did hook up today, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Did you and Pixie hook up today? Say it again. Did you and Pixie hook up today? We did not. Oh, that's okay. There's always tomorrow. <laughs> I leave tomorrow. Maybe, maybe, maybe Pink Ice can help you get a Pink Ice. Maybe they you a hooker. Why do you hate Pink queer, Why do you hate queer businesses? Let me tell you something about Bob the Drag Queen. Bob the Drag Queen, if it's not his queer business, he don't want to see it succeed. Literally. I so know. Whatever. It's very clear how you behave. Yeah, whatever. Hmm. Speaks volumes about your character and who you are. I am known for hating beer queer businesses. Everyone knows it about me. Mm-hmm. Harlem so Pink Iceland. Monet Exchange so LLC. Pink Iceland can go, you know, to hell. Monet's like, don't fuck up my brand deals, bitch. I don't have any thoughts about Pink Iceland. Um, so without further ado, let's hop back in with uh Miss Cuckoo herself. Part seven. This is. Is it seven? Yeah, this is seven. Last one was six. I was accosted last night. Not accosted. That's that's a huge over-exaggeration. I ran into Surprise. Zoom, Tsunami. Surprise. Bob the Drag Queen. Surprise. Bob the Drag Queen was over-exaggerating. Surprise to no one listening to this. I ran into Tsunami and... Um, Her name is uh, Tsunami. And Candy Muse last night. Her name is Tsunami. You know, I just remember her saying... It's, to me, it's not like she was saying Tsunami. So I just... You it know. was her accent. Not even her accent. This is rich. Anyway, tsunami. It doesn't sound like she said tsunami. Like, did you hear her say tsunami? Because I yeah. was hearing tsunami, then I saw X written down. I was hearing tsunami. In Candy Muse at three dollar bill last night. I and, saw that. So I, I you know, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a loyal drag to, drag to Bob Queen, Bob the drag queen follower. I saw your story. But you were twisted, girl. You had them Tito's. What you had? You were drinking uh drinking I'm some not uh. Twisted. You just said I was overserved and falling asleep at a show, and now you're now you're as sober as they've I ever come. Not, well, I'm not just falling asleep. I said I, I yes, off. Oh, nodding I off. I nodded. <laughs> Monet said the show was so fucking. By the way, just so y'all know, Monet's actually been sober for five years. That's the excuse she uses to lie to you all. Monet thinks your show is shit. Monet thinks your show is boring. Monet's trying to do damage control right now. What Monet's doing is she's gonna say people saw me sleeping at the show. I'm gonna say, ooh, I was overserved. Blame it on the bartender. Monet didn't like your show. So all those queens from Iceland, she hated your show and she was following the queen. There was one queen. She was actually very fucking funny. And if you are in, in how would you know? You were sleeping. Like, I would not sleep. I dozed off one time for like a, a second. I was literally like, I was enjoying the show, and then I was just like, and I caught myself. I was like, oh shit! And then I got a, a glass of water, and I was good. You were shit faced and asleep, and now you're doing a full review <laughs> of the show. If you have a chance to go see the Dragon Iceland, go to Kiki's. Faye is fucking hilarious. She's a she's a queen from Portland. She's lived in Iceland for twenty five years. I'm like, honestly, big I, shout out to probably one of the most famous Icelandic queens who uh, passed away uh, this Heclina. year, uh, Heklina. Shout out to Heklina. Oh, this year, yeah, this year. Oh my god, 
Yeah. Time. What is time? Shout out Hecklina, y'all. R.I.P. Heck. R.I.P. Hecky. Hecklina is um, not a RuPaul's Drag Race queen. She's dead. Okay. <laughs> I don't mean like that, but I'm like, how you want me to talk about you when you die, huh? You talking about you talking about this other Icelandic queen from Portland? She's not from Drag Race. You stopped the show to talk about how how shitty her show was. You stopped the whole podcast talk about how horrible her show, how boring, how you were falling asleep. I did not say any of those things. Please stop. You said go to this bar. They will overserve you. They're they they they, they're irresponsible pores, and the show's boring. (laughs) I did not say any of that. Oh my god, you're a bad person. Anyway. Yes, Rip Heclina. I used to love Heclina. She was fierce. She is not a drag race girl. Stop talking. <laughs> but we you know who is a drag race girl. From wait, 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 wait. The, the point of me bringing up um, Candy was Candy was like, oh. when are y'all going to be? She was like, this is crazy. How are y'all this many episodes in? You're only on it season eight. This is wild. She's like, y'all need to pick up the pace. <laughs> did you tell her the episode when you literally would not let us? Because and, I did. And you yeah. did. Okay. And what of it? She was there. She heard it. Does Candy listen to our podcast? She says she does. She says she's a pretty avid listener. I mean, she she knew what episode we were, bitch. She knew what season we were on before I knew. Um, no, and, Jacob, that's a terrible idea. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, Candy, Jacob said he wants to get We'll get we'll get to Candy. But also, Candy looked really cute with her little mustache last night. I was like, ooh, let me try now. When Drake, was- Candy has a big ass dick. Okay, Jesus Christ. Okay, man. she's literally posted it on her Twitter. I'm not breaking news. Candy has posted All I said it. was Jesus Christ. All I said was Jesus Christ. That's all are I you, said. Are, do you disagree? Does this candy have a big dick or not? I haven't seen it compared to other things, but I'm I don't I don't I'm not talking about Candy's dick. I'm just, all I'm saying was Candy looked cute with her mustache. Well, I'm asking you. I'm I I don't know what you're talking about. I'm as, I'm asking you, does Candy have a bigger dick or not? I'm not interested in engaging in the conversation about how big Candy dick candy music <laughs> is. I just don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to talk about how big Candy Muse's dick is, get but it, I will say it. Oh, then, then I'm not stopping you from saying it. All I'm saying is Candy Muse looked really cute with her mustache last night. That's all I was saying. <laughs> you are Girl, so you, messy. You yeah, you so did get observed. You are so messy today. I'm messy? <laughs> you are so messy. Because I said Candy Muse was cute with her mustache, and I'm messy. Okay, where was the conversation going? I was talking about how Candy Muse was saying, wow, we have not gone very far. And then as a side note, I just said, Candy Muse looked really cute with her mustache. That's literally all I said. <laughs> it wasn't It wasn't a tangent. It wasn't some sneaky way to talk about Candy's big, fat dick. <laughs> this wasn't me trying to find, craft some sneaky way to talk about Candy's penis, Monet. <laughs> I just wanted to get big up Candy and her little mustache. Oh, she's because I, I know she's Candy. I know Candy's big up enough. She's big enough. Okay. I know when you are a drag race girl who 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 uh, grows mustache in life. When you get a chance to grow one, you be feeling your fantasy. Oh, you I have. Bitch, you cannot tell me. I am so much cuter with facial hair. I sacrificed my cuteness for drag. Like I sacrificed my cuteness for drag. You look very beautiful without facial hair. But I think I'm way cuter with facial hair. Can y'all comment below? Am I cuter with or without facial hair? Yeah, drag one in the comment. When they said, when they said drag me in the comments. I don't care. Drag me. Don't Tell care. me how busted I be looking with. <laughs> I mean, I do prefer the way I look with a beard. Right. But um, but I'm so used, I'm just so used to seeing myself without a beard. Also, by the way, y'all, this is 
I know we've mentioned this podcast before, but this is literally when I say, oh, this is this is all the eyebrows I can grow. This is crazy for me. This is bushy Anna. This is I feel like Eugene Levy right now. <laughs> with these, with these, let me get close so y'all can get a little bit. <laughs> Wait, Anna, I you give us this. This is the most eyebrows you've seen me with in a very long time. I am, I'm, girl, I am gag. In, in, my, in my in my eyes, you got two tarantulas crawling on, on your forehead. Girl, and the funny thing is, when I um last a couple of Christmas ago, when I had the the, uh, the the hair piece and the beard, everyone was like, "I can't wait for the eyebrows to grow in." I was like, "Girl, this is it." What you mean, can't wait, bitch? This oh, is it. God, this I remember is... your hair piece and your beard? You were really giving it. You were you were you were giving it to the girls. The hair piece and I know I know what's the facial hair. Umbaku. All right, we got we got to get started. Let's we got to get started. Oh my Cuckoo herself. Uh, I think Cynthia Lee, Cynthia Lee Fontaine, who was the Miss Congeniality from, she's from Puerto Rico. She lives in Austin, Texas. And I think she might be actually one of the literally genuinely nicest people I've ever met in my life. And I mean genuinely nice. Not like in a ain't, ain't no fake shit. Yeah. It's real. Cynthia Lee Fontaine is genuinely a just a lovely. Also, Cynthia woman. loves Twitter. Cynthia will comment on your Twitter and start with and she will and she will Cynthia had a she had beef with Charlie XCX recently. Do you remember this? What? Cynthia Lee had beef, like Charlie, Charlie XCX something, and Cynthia Lee Fontaine, she's like, oh, if, if anyone's politicians, uh, 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 um, housewives, uh, Cynthia Lee will pop off on you on Twitter and be like, Mr. Morris, I cannot believe you, you stupid. I, I, I don't like the way you do this. And it is not, Cynthia Lee will get you to, she will gather you on Twitter. Well, didn't Charlie XCX have a thing with Aquaria? Charlie XCX said, um, I choose to comment not for, not on another person's review, but on my experience of, of Kim of Kim uh, Jacob as an artist whom I've collaborated with many times. Artists are so much more than singular albums. Great artists generate culture and conversations and transcend music. I am giving my thoughts. Cynthia said, don't, don't you don't you dare try to teach me how artistry works. I'm aware how it works. But the music business and culture interaction derives not just only on comments between colleagues, but also your own criteria, point of view, and personal experience. Do better, ignorant. <laughs> I have seen so many of Cynthia's fights on Twitter and I every time I watch the entire thread because Cynthia and this, oh baby it don't stop at one comment Cynthia is making a chain and each one is is even more egregious than the last I live it started because Charlie made comments um, on Kim um, Petrus's new album <laughs> without listening to it. So Cynthia was like, baby, like, what are you doing? It was great. I love Cynthia. So Charlie, Charlie XX said that, and Cynthia said... What was the comment? What'd she say? Cynthia said, so, haven't heard it yet? And she decided to make a comment based on someone's review? Cringe. <laughs> you know, I tried to um, use the setting mic, but... I'm so used to the handheld mic now that I, this feels more comfortable to me. I really try. I'm back to everyone kept making fun of me. So I look like an on, on location reporter for that the shit. I when someone said that I couldn't unsee it. It looked like you were reporting for a channel news channel channel nine now. And then I got so, so I got subconscious and I went back to the, the stand. But I, it was like I don't know. This is I'm just used to this now. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully 
done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Imagine an app designed to make you use it less. Seems counterproductive, right? Well, Apartments.com's instant alert feature works exactly that way. Instead of scanning rental listings a million times a day, simply set and forget your search to whatever you're looking for in the place and let Apartments.com do the rest. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tool lets you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking is listed. So now you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alert means you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time to do you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. But, um... Cynthia Lee Fontaine, Cynthia Lee Fontaine had, had a battle with cancer, um, and she also had a hip replacement. Double. Uh, very re- double hip replacement very recently, too. And, you know, that's one of those moments, y'all. And Cynthia is one of the girls who, uh, one of the one of the comeback queens. Yeah, I love, um, yeah, she she came back on, she was on season eight. She also came back on season nine. Uh, when you first met Cynthia, did you love her? Were you, do you think she was wild? Would you, would you Immediately, I loved her. Immediately. Without a shadow of a doubt. Like, I was like, I love this queen. She's so lovely, so sweet, so kind. So genuine. Shout out to Cynthia Lee Fontaine from Austin, Texas. I love you, girl. Her cuckoo. Love, love. Um, oh, and, and, uh, and yeah, she really loves to talk about her ass. The cuckoo, I think the cuckoo is, uh, cuckoo, I guess it's like, I don't know if it's Puerto Rican slang for ass or if it's, or if this is like just like a, a thing she came up with. But baby, she will talk about that cuckoo, honey. I have hooked up with a lot of Puerto Ricans. I've never ever once heard them say anything about a cuckoo. Can I show you what Jacob does? This is so. This shit tickles me. Jacob uses this as chapstick. What the fuck is that? It's, it's a giant aqua horn. <laughs> so Jacob takes this big ass. <laughs> his tiny ass hands. I'm so not used to seeing you with all this jewelry, the earrings and the necklace. I'm, I wear earrings all the time. Yeah, but not the, like, these are like really big ones. I never see you with a necklace, a chain like that. It looks like... I, I, I'm not saying it look bad, by the way. I'm not. I'm not trying to come here. I'm just saying. I'm just not used to this. I'm not used to seeing you with like such a look. Okay. First of all, I wasn't asking you to say look bad. I wasn't asking your opinion. Let's make that clear. You anyway, can make an observation, but you can't make an opinion about me, bitch. Let's go on to. Nation. You know, you can't give an opinion about. You can give an opinion about Dax. Uh, no, uh, about Nation yeah, Lopez. Yeah. <laughs> Get your fucking queens right before you come for me, Nation Lopez. One. So Nation Lopez. Okay. I'm trying to remember your season. She went home before Cynthia, then came back. 
And then she, so this is she so was the first was out. Fourth. Yeah, she was first out, came back, then she was fourth. She uh she was sent home by uh Layla McQueen to the song Applause. Right. Right. She's also Puerto Rican. Um, her birthday is two days before mine and Layla McQueen's. Um, and uh, and of course she lives in Chicago. Her biggest, her biggest. No, she lives uh, in Los Angeles. Oh, that's right. She's she is that's right. She is in um she's she's born in Chicago. She's a former Miss Continental. Yeah, that's her biggest accolade. You know, we have two for three former Miss Continentals in the Drag Race U.S. world. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Brooklyn Heights, mm-hmm. who is a runner-up of season eleven. Mm-hmm. We have Nasha Lopez, mm-hmm. and we have Sasha Colby, who is a winner of season. 15. Yes. And there might be some more misunderstandings in all the other countries, I, but I don't watch the other the other ones. Damn. You, y'all, every time every time Bob says he don't watch the other seasons, y'all ever see that little glimmer in his eye? Like, he's so proud. So proud. I don't watch the well, other Well, I think everyone would be like, you don't watch. I'm like, there's too many. It sounds like you're looking down on them, though. And I don't support get queer businesses. Y'all know, y'all know this. Um, Nation Lopez. Um, I, Nation Lopez. So, let me say this about season eight. So when season eight happened, obviously my best friend was on the se- was on the season. When Bob came back, he was still a little cryptic about it. And then when the cast announced, he was like, "We all knew," and we all like spoke coldly in the code about it. But anyway, when all the season eight girls came to New York to do whatever press and everything, Bob brought all of the season eight girls. Well, not all of them. Whoever wanted to come, but it was a good chunk of them. At least like seven or eight of them came to me and Miss Cracker show, and so which included Nation Lopez, and she You're was welcome. So- and she was so nice and so sweet. And so Nasha has always been, I've always had a very positive, sweet, loving relationship with Nasha Lopez. And then I, and then she used to host the viewing party at Roscoe's. Um, what was it called? What's the name of it? Uh, I don't know. Is there a name it's for just it? Ro- 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 it's just it's Roscoe's Roscoe. Drag Race Review, I guess. Yeah, she hosted it for a really long time. So she's there every Friday or, yeah, whatever day the drag is coming with all the new with, with the new episodes. And so Nation Lopez is, is great. And she has a really hot These be T-Rex. But then she got the she got the, the boot. Yeah. And then it was uh, Nation Lopez and Betty, Batty, 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 Batty Davis. Davis. Love Batty Davis, by the way. And I there's a new, there's another bearded queen. And I, I'm sorry, I'm, her name is escaping me right now. But she I love her. her. I don't know her name, but I love her. I love her too. She's great. She's really funny and she's, she's great. Yeah. Um, but shout out to Nation Lopez. Very, I mean, truly stunning. And also, Loki looks like Demi Lovato. I see that. I see that. Let's go on to uh, one of the most creative queens I think I've ever met, actually. Wow. And I think technically the oldest queen for my season. Um, technically? What do you mean technically? Like, either you are, you are. What, what, what's, what's the technical? Did I say technically? Yes. Did I say technically? You did. You said oh. technically the oldest excuse of my season. Maybe her and someone else were the same age, but she was born before. I don't know. Or maybe I just said technically randomly. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's what it was. The queen of semantics getting upset about a semantic. That's not what semantics are, but continue. Yeah, because because I know. Okay, sorry. I'm, I'm speaking beforehand because I know if we went on this, I know if we, if we went on this conversation, if I drug it out and I had a rebuttal, it would become a very semantic argument with you, the queen of semantics. Not you starting an argument and then and then creating a narrative where I'm arguing you down and yelling because at you, I, literally. Because we all know you. Everyone watching is listening. We know how you think. We know how you play the game, and you play with the right one. Monet, you've been overserved, <laughs> and it's showing. Talk about acid Betty with your drunk ass. I'm drunk. Thorgy Thor is drunk. I'm not. Were drunk. you overserved or are you sober? Which one is it, Monet? I can't. I, don't, I can't tell anymore. That was a while ago. I am coming down. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not drunk. What time is it? 
It's 11.54. So you said a while ago, what, was it Was it brunch? <laughs> was, was the show at noon? It was at dinner. Was it, was it, was it a 3 p.m. show? It was at dusk. Lying ass. <laughs> uh, we, we can, you know, this information is all available on the internet. This, you, you said she's the queen from Portland and she's been a 25 year. We can narrow it down who it is. When we, and, we, and we know for a fact in this podcast that you lie. Oh, we, this is well documented. You're lying. Pinky promise. Yeah, your lies are documented, bitch. We know your we know your lie. That's different. I didn't know my camera was on. That's different. Oh, so if you lie with the cameras off, it's not a lie. Who knows? You wouldn't know. But what I'm saying we know you lie. And now you're trying to gaslight me. We know you will lie, bitch. So check that. <laughs> you you needed a medium-sized piece of <laughs> Acid Betty. Acid Betty was easily. Well, there are two villains. Okay, they try to make it three, put like three, you, Acid, and Derek, but you weren't a villain. You just had you one. You I was not a villain on my season. But they, people, if, if they were saying, people say they're three villains and they would like to add you as a third Who one. Are people? Was, people don't say I was a villain. People don't say that. Bob, you were fighting with, with, with uh, Derek Berry. Okay, Spider-Man's fighting the Green Goblin. Is he a villain? <laughs> to someone, to, to, to Harry Osborn, Spider-Man is a villain. Okay, no one says I'm a, you're the only person saying I was a villain on my season. No one says this. This is not a common sentiment. There is no Bob was a villain uh, discourse on the internet. Can you comment below about Bob being a villain on season eight? And I, can I finish my sentence? I was saying like, yeah. people, like people like to bend the truth and say it's you, but I don't think it's you. I count Acid Betty and Derek no, as the two villains on this season. You're, you are people I'm talking about some people say that you're people you are the people bitch Jacob Lo oh, out of these queens okay so on um, on April 28th finish, let me finish on April 28th 2021 I posted a poll out of these queens which was the villain season 8 Cynthia Lee Fontaine Bob the Drag Queen Nation Lopez Bob the Drag Queen Landslide 65 point I want to out the options were Miss Congeniality Cynthia Lee Fontaine, Nasha Lopez, who was on two or three episodes of the show, and Bob the Drag Queen. Okay. And, and it was them, on, who was the villain? Can you answer that? And, and it was done by fucking um, the Mo Nation, who we know they will if they they will like their leader, they will lie. <laughs> Can you answer? And the, the and the number one comment says me seeing this list without Derek Barry Acid Betty. <laughs> So let me let me post the poll. In the next episode, we're gonna we're gonna find that you're. I'm like, who was the villain? Monet, the camera operator, or the girl from Craft uh, Services? <laughs> we all know it was the camera operator that put the, the fucking ten pounds on me. That's the villain of season ten. <laughs> uh, but but Betty is also incredible. She's really creative. She's she's so talented. Yes. Um, she, she's a really she's also a really great video editor, graphics designer, oh, yeah. um, makeup artist. Uh. Acid Betty did our visuals for um, the sibling rivalry tour. She does the video, the, the the visuals for work the world. I don't know if she still does work the world, but she used to do work the world yeah, back I when she I was there. She, she, at, at least up until I was on work the world in 2019, she was doing the visuals. I don't know how it stands now. I haven't been on it for a while. Acid Betty is a true, true club kid. She a also, true yeah, club I, kid. I implore y'all to just Google. You can probably Google them. Acid Betty like looks before Drag Race. 
Like, I mean, I mean, still post Drag Race, obviously, but yes. But Ashley used to do some really like funky stuff. She was also one of the queens. I was on Queens of uh, Queens of New York. That series with like Bunny. Uh, yeah, yeah, Queens of New York. Bunny, uh, Peppermint, some other queens. Like, but she, it, it's it's great. Uh, Ashley is great. She also has that 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 unicorn glitter uh, makeup company. So if you want some some unicorn glitter, go to her shop and buy it. Um, yeah, big shout out to Asa Betty. She's really super talented, Jamie. and I like her a lot. Girl, um, girl, your, your okay, friend. we got to talk about probably one of the most uh, co- controversial and and misunderstood and confusing queens in the entire drag race lore, <laughs> right? Wouldn't you say? Which is so crazy because on her season, her entrance line and stuff, like at the beginning of y'all season, I really liked her. I had I, I had a, a very high hopes for this queen. And then she Robbie Turner cool. is a conundrum of a queen. So to give you a little bit of rundown, Robbie Turner is from Seattle, Washington. She's a, allegedly the sister wife of Jinx and Ben Creme. Mm-hmm. So the trifecta is Ben, Jinx, and apparently Robbie Turner. You look at the material. Ben and Jinx are Fucking incredible, hilarious, very good at what they do. And then somewhere after our season, Robbie Turner got on the internet and told a story that did not check out. She pulled a Monet. She just straight up lied, okay? Robbie Turner said that... By the way, Robbie Turner, there was rumors that Robbie Turner would just say stuff. Like, we all would compare stories and be like, that doesn't make sense. Like, I'm not getting it correct, but, like, you check in with people and then you hear from their stories, once you all compare notes, that Robbie Turner had been mugged, like, eight times in a year. <laughs> and you'd be like, she got mugged? Wait. And then you all add up the add up the information. Yeah, Robbie, can you tell you- the Rihanna one? Yes, Robbie had survived cancer, like, four times. And then one time, uh, I to be honest, I can't remember if she told me the story or she told someone else because we were all just sharing these stories. But Robbie Turner told someone that <laughs> Rihanna's assistant is a Robbie Turner super fan. And, and then Robbie Turner went to go, they wanted to see a Robbie Turner show. So Robbie Turner went to this tent, like this big room, and the only people in the room were Rihanna, who was wearing nothing but a fur coat. And I mean, pussy titties out and a fur coat, which is such an odd detail to add if it's not true. (laughs) And then the assistant and then Robbie Turner performing a show for them solo. No one else around. And I'm like, who's running sound? (laughs) Who, Who drove them there? How did you, what's that? Like, this doesn't make sense. Yeah, great. And then she got pretty then so the the big the big controversy was when she told everyone that she was in her Uber in an accident, her Uber driver passed away. And she was like, Hey, she goes, I just woke up, I've been in a car accident. I didn't um I didn't recollect, I didn't recollect it. I'm not certain what happened. My driver did not survive. I'm home with barely a scratch. But when I was informed of what actually happened, my closest family and friends came to mind. Wear a seatbelt. I did. Like what? People and then people started being like, like that. I just do like what is going on? Like why? So then people started looking up being like, wait, what's what wait, wait, what? And then people started being like, let me just do some check. And they were like, no, there were no accidents anywhere between where Robbie lives and the bar she worked at. People were like, there was no reported deaths from any from any car accidents. People were like, baby, this didn't happen. 
this just didn't happen. And they she made a follow up tweet that was like, I like bumped my head and I hallucinated and it was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine. Like she like, <laughs> like she's and then people were just like, and then she and then she just disappeared. Vanished. Can you tell us her last her last um her last Instagram post? Well, Jacob's doing and that. Allegedly, I, allegedly, I don't know how true this is, but allegedly she's now she does uh, car share ride driving, which is well, it might ironic. be. But how has no one seen her? Like of all the queer people, especially in Seattle, or maybe she doesn't live there anymore. How has no her one? Last seen post, her? Wait, her last post said, "Um, oh, not this is the last post." Anyway, this is the follow up post, and it says, "Last night on my way home, my Uber was struck by a driver. I had closed my eyes briefly because." I was exhausted after after a week of shows. Then it happened. No screeching of tires. No gas for my driver. Just silence followed by me opening my eyes in an ambulance. I heard the She's adding details. I heard the collision for a second, but quickly hit my head and it was over. The driver did not survive upon impact, as I was told. But the driver did not the driver did not survive upon impact, as I was told. They ran tests on me at the hospital. But outside of my shoulder feeling jammed and my right eye hurting, I only have a bruise. Right eye. Gra- grateful that it wasn't well, grateful that it wasn't worse for me, but very sore and stiff today. Oddly enough, I was looking at this whole at this photo shoot I had done with this person before I entered the car, thinking about how many more ideas I I would want to like show the world. Wear a seatbelt. I did. It changed what could have been a very different post. Thank you for all the kind notes I have received. Be kind to everyone, even when it's difficult. You have no clue what could happen or what someone else is going through. Hashtag love is my religion. Oh, I remember hashtags. What an odd thing, right? Yeah, very weird. Very weird. I just don't understand. Like, is it for attention? Is it for some type of, like, simp- I don't know wh- like, why, why? There's rumor that she there's rumor that she's a teacher now. There's rumor that she drives Uber now. But I do know someone who did see her because they lived in her building. And what who? Girl, this is so messy. But it was like I can't. It's too much. Yeah, it's Bob, too much. you're not saying who it is. I know, but it's but 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 if I tell you how they know her, it was a person who knew her. It was like girl, she lived in my building, and she's like kind of creepy now. She like doesn't talk, and she like kind of she's like. I don't know, but I can't remember all the details because the stories are so convoluted. The truth is, I don't remember all the details because it's so convoluted. But they're like, I see her sometimes and she's still in the fucking building and she's like living there and she still lives there. And I would- that being said, she's a great uh, roller skater. <laughs> oh, really amazing. Good, y'all. Sees. I know she went home kind of a little early in the middle of the back. Okay, you know, let's take a break and I'll finish about Robbie. All right. And we're black. Um, she, she was like funny all season, and I really, especially her entrance line, I really enjoyed Robbie. It really sucks that she went out like this. You tell the entrance line. You keep referencing um, it. What I, was I, it? I, I didn't know this was happening today. Yeah, so good. yeah, shout out to Robbie. If Robbie, if you happen to be listening to this, can you give Sibyl Every the exclusive interview of you coming back? I really wanted to be on Sibyl Every when it happens. Let's talk about. Uh, if Sherry can try to come back, Robbie can come back. Let's talk about uh, our my oldest drag friend, truly my oldest drag friend that I still talk to, who still does drag, and that is Miss Thor. Orgelin Thor. Um, tr- uh, v- honestly, this is a very interesting cast. Now, <laughs> is it very what? Maybe cast? I just 
a very interesting cast. Maybe I just maybe I just know so much because this was this was my season. But Thorgy is a Thorgy is truly one of the people who kind of uh, curated and started what is the current Brooklyn drag scene. I agree with that for sure. For sure. It was Thorgy, Azrea, Lady Blue, Mocha Light, Misty Meaner, Backspace, Crystal Something Something, Charmaine, a lot of McGriddles, Charmaine Ultra, these like oddball drag kids. And not saying there was an oddball drag before, but like back at um, what was that fucking bar? Sugarland. Not what was it? Wait, what was it, Ma? Sugarland. Sugarland. Sugarland and TNT, which both no longer exist, by yeah, the way. Um, but I remember going going to see like their shows at Sugarland. And what a different scene. So now different. Brooklyn is... Ju- I think more queens than Brooklyn are in Manhattan. According to Megami, uh, uh, that, that bitch from season six, everybody got big hair. And Brooklyn Dracula is big hair, uh, big hips, uh, gowns. She said that about Brooklyn? Brownsville. Remember? We realized... Oh, 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 I was like... <laughs> um, but yeah, the Brooklyn drag scene is really... I don't know a whole lot about it, but I do remember like when there, when there was like not that many gay bars in Brooklyn... And uh, Thorgy really was kind of the bridge. Thorgy and Aja. Aja also. Mm-hmm. Aja's another one who was, who was uh, I would say Aja. Okay. Thorgy, a lot of McGriddles, Lady Blue, Mocha Light, Misty Meaner. Lady um, Havoc. Lady Havoc. Aja. Um, um, what's her name? Mary Cherry. Mary Cherry. There's another one. She's on the two I can't believe I'm forgetting her name. What's she look like? Crystal something something? Not Crystal something something. She was a black queen. Um, Miss Jade. Miss Jade. Miss Jade. Who I just saw last night. Who I just ran into last night. Work. I love Miss Jade. Such a great dancer. Miss Jade, another one. Um, all kind of crafted this like scene in Brooklyn, and it's really interesting now because I, I wonder how Thorgy feels about like is, is, is Brooklyn is, is Thorgy like yeah I'm, I birthed you hoes. <laughs> Thorgy Thor with a big pink hat. Thorgy Thor with a big pink. Is that where is Thorgy that Thor with a really Thorgy Thor with a really big hat? Where am I thinking that from? Because Thorgy, Thorgy always had this idea for a song she wanted to do called Thorgy Thor in a really in a really big hat. Thorgy Thor in a really big hat. Which, by the way, I thought I have Thorgy's promo look. I love. I don't think this gets the like. This is a, this is. A, I love her promo look for your season. It was so good. No, Thorgy looked great. I like the I like the jacket. I like this like punk kind of vibe she's got going on, or like this rockabilly. I, 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 I'm, I'm not great with uh, fashion references, but it looks kind of like a punky rockabilly type moment. Um, and Thorgy is another one of, by the way, uh, Cynthia Lee Fontaine, also an opera singer. And Thorgy is a classical musician as well. The classical musician to drag pipeline, it needs to be studied. (laughs) Studied? I think that's a lot. Needs to be studied. What is up with y'all? Classical performer. Is it because, is it because your, your classical world is so buttoned up and uptight and you get to like go crazy? Is that what it is? Um, no, I just think that just like music theater people and other people, we're just, we're just artists and we're just finding that we just, we, uh, because we don't have, we don't, we can't be where we want to be in our, in our, in our, in our, in our, in our, with our instrument or we just like, our art always finds a way to like get out. Like you just need a way to get your art out and drag was a way that I found that I could like get my art out of me and just not just staying in here. It felt so, so self-contained and, and drag allowed me the vehicle to like bring it out to the world. But y'all aren't cheesy like the theater folks. Like the theater folks, we're so lame. We're like, like y'all aren't like you will do opera every once in a while. But the theater queens, it's that's their entire personality. I feel like the classical, the classical musicians are like, oh, by the way, total random note. I play. I, 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 I was at uh, Carnegie Hall doing violin this week. Total <laughs> side note. 
<laughs> oh, as a viol- as a violinist or or a flautist or or I sit or I'm a mezzo soprano randomly. But the theater girlies, it's their whole per- like it is in every number in the way they dress in the it's the whole they're dressing like Tracy Turnblad at show. It's like the, it, it's so lame. No shade. I think what it is, and I'm the one who loves theater, but I don't identify as a theater queen. I think what it is about classical musicians is that we oftentimes people made fun of us for classical music. Like people made fun of us for going for for, for playing violin, for playing piano, because it's because classical music it seems so adult and seems so boring. Whereas a theater is so much showier. Like it was like I can sing. Like it's very that. Whereas ours, we kind of we classical musicians had to like conceal, don't feel, because y'all used to make fun of us for being nerds. We're like oh, you gotta go sing it rightfully so. Nerd ass. <laughs> Johann Sebastian Bach listening to ass. <laughs> so I think that's what Wolf, it is. We're like, yeah, that's what this ass. yeah, I think that's what it is. Um, Thorgy is uh, your arch nemesis Thorgy. of season eight. Justice for Thorgy. Thorgy and I did an entire season of first first impressions, which I think might be one of the best seasons I've ever done of the show. Actually, it was real. We we, we reviewed uh, All Stars, no UK three. With Tia Coffee, whatever Tia Coffee was on. Yeah, was that Lauren Cheney's season? I think that was two. Two. Jacob just nodded his head at two and three. Jacob just nodded his head. But whatever Tia Coffee was on, that was the one that me and Thorgy did. It was so fucking funny. Jacob I, I remember we were mixed messages is the last thing you do. Jacob was like, Jacob, you're very clear and concise, baby. Okay. We reviewed season two with her, but we also We reviewed season two, but we also brought her back for another different watch read that we bought a tea of coffee. And I think that was, that's what Jacob was saying. Also, we did uh, All Stars, the season that was so, that Sonique won. Yeah, because I was away filming Drag Race. Yeah, and me and Thorgy always get ourselves in some fucking bullshit, saying something and someone don't like us. And that's why Ginger don't like me. And that's why, but tea coffee and Ginger, tea coffee and Thorgy like each other though. Oh, so, so, okay, here, okay, here's a question. So Thorgy and Thor can show up to work drunk and you, <laughs> when I come to work, just a little bit of problem. I call, oh, so wait, are you a little tipsy or are you sober? Which one is it? Were you overserved or are you a little tipsy or are you sober? I was overserved, but I am fine you're, now. You're, you're sliding back and forth on the scale. Oh, so now, so now we're making fun of my weight. <laughs> that was a good one. That was actually pretty impressive. Um, when Thorgy shows up drunk, I call her out too. Every episode. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You're a fence rider. You, 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 you're a fence rider. That's what you are. You're a fence rider. Mm, let me write that fence, Daddy. Uh, I love Thorgy. <laughs> Thorgy is truly, and she's from Ronkonkoma, Long Island, um, and she is a y'all. I'm telling you right now, if you want to, like, I think Thorgy, whatever, however you think Thorgy acts, that really is it. It's not yes. an act. Agreed. I would agree with that. Thorgy Thor is it's for real. That's Thorgy. really how she is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love Thorgy though. Thorgy, Thorgy, Thorgy Thor was the first drag drag show I saw. Drag um, Jasmine Rice Elevation and I. We were in Caramore summer opera program together and then we i forgot we figured out we had to watch drag race and then we were like we should go to a drag show and i was like oh my god what show and she like looked up we saw a show at the ritz so we showed up to the ritz that night we went to forever 21 got some cheap dresses went to mac got some ruby woo lipstick showed up to forever 20 i showed up to the ritz and there was a flood on the main floor so the show was being held on the second floor and it was, it was thorgy azrea leopolitan lily heavenly and someone else jasmine rice and myself and there was just a five of us just there 
That's not true. That third is not the first drag show you saw. It was Peppermint at your college when you were first Couture. But that was like, but that was like, this was a drag show. This is like Peppermint coming to a college to like. Oh, you said Peppermint show is not a drag show. <laughs> this is Peppermint coming to a college to like. Pepper's, yeah. Peppermint's doing a little, a little ditty ditty, but Thorgy is a show. Doing a pageant for like some like snot nosed uh, uh, freshman who's in high school. Like, you know. Um, have you seen Thorgy Twisted? The drunkest I've seen Thorgy was at, we were both in Queen, and one night after Queen got done, and Thorgy was just at the bar, and she had, she had two beers in, in both hand, one beer in each hand, and she, uh, and then I, I asked her about, because it was Thursday night, I was like, oh girl, you're going to go to the Ritz, what, or another bar in the area, and she's like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to come, I'm going to come, yeah, I'm going to come, and then I was like, okay, work, I was like, can I get a ride with you over there? She's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like 20 minutes later past i was like oh girl we're we still gonna go to see the show it's like yeah, yeah i'm gonna come yeah yeah i'm gonna come mm-hmm. and then girl an hour passed i was like i have to go so i just got in the cab and i went home and i don't know what happened to thorgy that night she made it though uh thorgy uh what am I, thorgy has some fucking ovaries on her some balls on her some fucking cojones on her some eggs on her she will say anything to anyone when we worked at Lucky Chang's together, there was a new manager, and the new manager was like, uh, so there were these girls who worked at the downtown, the downtown location, and then girls who joined at the midtown location. Me and Thorgy were amongst the girls who joined at the midtown location. The new bitches. And, then, and this new manager um, came in, her, her name was Bobsy. Bobsy said, I'm going to interview all the new girls and make sure to see if you guys are good enough to stay on staff here. And then Thorgy said, "Who new? what new girls? He's like, I'm going to interview other new girls. And Thorgy said, in front of everyone, Thorgy said, I'm not new. You're new. <laughs> this is your first day. You're the new girl. And we were like, oh, my. What is happening? And she kept I, the job. I Thorgy said, that. you're new, bitch. You're new. I the fuck you think this is, bitch? And then one time, um, there was this queen from Boston. Who came to the Ritz with like with with, with violence, the exclamation, and and uh, someone else. Anyway, she was this queen who came and she did this like Rihanna number with this umbrella and stuff. And Leopolitan used to collect the tips, and then Leah would collect your tips and then she'd hand them to you. Very and, and Leah, I never there was never any understanding that she would ever, she never stole anything from me or anyone else. Leah would collect your tips and she'd give them to you. And then um, this queen was like, these these aren't all my tips. These are not all my tips. I made at least I made at least two hundred dollars there, and Thorgy was like, "Well, that's not true." She goes, "I made at least two hundred dollars," and she goes, "Okay, let me double check something real quick." Bob, how much did you make? You did two numbers. How much did you make? I was like, "Like sixty bucks." She was like, "Okay, Ezra, how much did you make? You did two numbers. How much did you make?" She goes, "About sixty fifty bucks." She goes, "Okay, how about you over here? How much did you make, Lily Heavenly? Lily, I did one number. I made about thirty bucks." She goes, "Okay, so let me get this clear. You think in your one number, you made more money than Bob?" Azrea, Lily Heavenly, and myself combined on your one little Rihanna number. <laughs> and then she was like, take your tips. I was like, this is... <laughs> Thurgy was like, Thurgy's like, gather around. Gather around, everyone. Let's talk to this bitch. With the damn dreadlocks swinging, too. Thurgy is hilarious. Anyway, shout out, Thurgy. Uh, Let's go on to the next queen who was one of the villains of season eight, Derek Barry, who I have come to love, okay? Truly love Barry. Him. Now, I didn't love her on season eight because she was finally with my best friend, and I was like, I don't like that white, ugly, pasty, fucking Britney Spears boogie bitch. She's a, 
Jesus Christ. And I didn't like her, but then I met Dead. But then, but then Derek Barry and I did a gig together at Feathers, Fe Club Feathers in New Jersey. I was hosting this show and they brought Derek Barry on. And I was like, and I was like, Derek, everything Bob said about you is not true. You're actually really nice and I really like you. And she was like, Oh, thank you, Monet. You know, Bob is blah, 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 blah. And Derek and I became friends since then. And I've been, I have everything I said about her. What did I, I love Derek Barry. I'm not going to say it on the podcast. I'm not going to get into it. That's not, that's your business. And, but anyway. Here's what I when they go, when, when they go, da, 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 da. And then she was like, da, 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 da. you can't make up a lot fast enough. And then she was like, da, 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 da. Hey, so I love Derek Barry. Derek Barry is great. She is such a great Britney Spears impersonator. Like, I see Derek True. videos of fucking Derek Barry, and you cannot tell me it was not Britney Spears. Like, I thought it was Britney fucking Spears. I'm not even saying this for the fucking camera. Like, she looks so good. In terms of drag impersonators, I'm going to say the top ones for me are. Chad Michaels as Cher, mm -hmm. Derek Barry as Britney Spears, Monet and honestly, as back Rihanna. in the day, I don't think he does anymore, but back in the day, delighted to be here as Adele. There are moments where I was like, damn, this bitch looks like Adele. And the, and even the performance, everything. She she was Adele down. But her name was, at the time, her name was, I think, was Roxy Seymour Cox. Delighted to be, I don't see this. Delighted to be here. There was... Delighted to be she, listen, she listens to the podcast, so continue. Well, delighted to be in Pixie had a show together. They had a duet show together at Hardware Bar. And then they would have this show. And then Delighted to be she used to do like sometimes male impersonation. And Pixie would get so upset when she would do her all and get this amazing fucking look together. And they all said they're gonna do they're gonna do impersonations. And Delighted to be would show up as a man. Pixie would be like, so needed that bitch. Yeah, because she did Bob Ross and Ozzy Osbourne, yeah. right? Yeah. And she wants that she did Where's Waldo. And I remember walking into hardware. When I tell you, Pixie was heated. She was, her blood was fucking boiling. She was like, I just, like, just over. I mean, I'll be mad too. If we do an impersonation really? show and I spent two hours to look like Whitney Houston and you come in here with just, a curly wig on a glass. We, yeah, we, we saw you look like Whitney Houston. That took you two hours. That took two hours. Everybody on mute. What did you What did you spend? Everybody what did you spend? After, after you did your makeup, what did you do with the other hour and thirty minutes? <laughs> and you show up with a red and white striped sweater, some glasses, and a blue hat on. Talking about you, some where's Waldo? I would be mad too. Uh, I like I like delighted. I think delighted. Oh, we're not talking about delighted. We're talking about <laughs> Yeah, that's Mike Tyson, baby. Wait, wait. Jacob just pulled up a picture. But, right. Wait. What? Wait. I look just like Mike Tyson. What do hey, you put him on the screen? All these queens doing hours of work, and you come in as Mike Excuse me. I had to draw that tattoo on my face. Monet said, Monet said if I put in hours and hours, then you come in with a little bit of glasses. <laughs> I had to draw that tattoo on my face. You up with this. I put a gold tooth on. I blackened my, I made my gap. What are you talking about? And Delighted put on some glasses. She put on some makeup. She wore a sweat. Monday's like, I put on a jacket. I put on a gold tooth. You act like that took you a long time. It did. The tattoo is hard to do. But that tattoo is, is not good. And you know it's not. You know, every time we have talked about your work on Dragons, I have praised you. I have that is how not true. And then you take every chance that you can to... <laughs> I'm looking at Raja as Madam, Monet as Mike Tyson. I got dressed up as... Raja just stuck a prosthetic on her face. 
I'm, I'm screaming. Jacob is gathering. Yeah, gather her, Jacob. <laughs> See y'all. This, this is overserved ass bitch. This podcast. These they always team up with me. And yeah, thank you for all the monation and sometimes the bobbleheads. Let's see. This. You don't need. You don't need them today, baby. You gonna need. You don't need the monation today. Y'all better rise up strong, honey. <laughs> um. Anyway, Derek, I love her. Go see Derek Barry in Vegas. She true. I I'm gonna dub this now. In my opinion, Derek Barry is the queen of Vegas. Fight your mama. No, Hot Chocolate is the Queen of Vegas. How dare you? Oh, Hot Chocolate is the Queen of Vegas. You're right. Actually, I, I told I told Derek Bear, I said, Hot Chocolate is Queen of Vegas. You're the next in line. I actually did tell you. You're right. You ate that. Hot Chocolate is and Larry Edwards. that ate it up and ate it and gave it back. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Let's go on to one of the most beloved queens and one of the best performers of RuPaul's Drag Race. R.I.P. to the amazing and wonderful Miss Chi Chi Devane. She looks so beautiful in this promo picture. Do you have any um, stories about Pichichi Devane? Yes. So, again, Bobby on season eight, like, I went to the Stage 48 premiere where all the, we do, like, the premiere party at, at, at New York City at Stage 48. And all the girls, I'm upstairs with all the girls who I first met Kim and Naomi for the first time. And then they all, they were, like, moving them downstairs to, like, introduce them to the audience. And then it was just myself, Chi-Chi, so one of the, I think Derek and, like, my friend and someone else's friend upstairs. And she was waiting for the next elevator. And I was like... Chichi girl, uh, you you because she just sitting on the couch while the rest of us were standing and waiting for the elevator. I was like, girl, the, the elevator about to come. I was like, I was like, you need any help? She's like, girl, I ain't even to. And then she girl, like, I ain't need to. Oh, and then I she love just got on the elevator and went to the thing. I was like, work. I mean, she is from uh, Ratchet City in Louisiana. She's from Shreveport, Louisiana. And truly, truly ama- amazing. I mean, just, just Google Chichi Chichi Devane backflips. I told you all look up Chichi Devane and Kenny Davenport performing together. Truly, truly a life changing experience. To even watch it on the internet, I didn't even see it in person. I just saw it on the internet. She was so sweet, so kind. Everyone loved her. Everyone Very sweet loved her. Truly, we did a bunch. And of she people. she she passed away of scleroderma, um, which is a disease that can affect your immune system and your joints. Um, yeah, and I just remember her like some of her last posts on on. I think I remember her last post. It was really sad. It was like she was like, "Y'all, I'm gonna beat this. Don't worry about this." And then the next thing, and then and then she passed on on us. Yeah. So I just really love Chi Chi Devane so much. Shout out to Chi Chi and Chi Chi's family and friends. Um, just a great queen, mm-hmm. a fucking great queen. I remember one time we were sitting backstage. Chi Chi said, "Dang, Naomi, like she got some good butt." I will never forget that now. But like she got some. We were sitting backstage for the uh, Bitch Perfect Challenge. Name was wearing them little uh, uh, G string thongs. No, it was, it was a jeans, but the jeans were like ass cheeks were hanging out. Oh, her, yeah. little, her little baby cakes were hanging out. She was like, "Dying, Naomi, you like you got some good butt." She has so many quotes. I just remember. I remember. She, I just love her. I love Chichi Devane. Shout out to Chichi. And by the way, Chichi was a really good singer and songwriter, by the way. Yeah, she's a great singer. She sang on a Christmas tour one time. And I was like, oh my God, she can like really sing. She has so many fucking talents. And speaking of good butt, we should go on to the, the queen with the good with the good booty. I love this woman so much. Bob and I have not minced words about our love and appreciation for a Naomi fucking smalls. Just so like effortlessly beautiful and cool and like fierce. And she's just, I just love Naomi Smalls. Like, she is, Naomi is the same every time you meet her. Like, it, she is never anything phony and never, never anything fake. She's always down to clown, always down to help. 
And she like, when 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 we did my makeup to be blue, that blue thing, she just happened to FaceTime me. And she's like, what y'all doing? I was like, um, Bob, we're doing this thing. And she's like, you guys need help? And Naomi came over to Bob's apartment and sat there for five hours gluing stones to my head because we because we were like, hey, we need help with this. She just came over. Just dropped what and she And if you all look at that video of her doing uh, the pit stop with Bianca, that was the next morning. Yes. She had to do that the next day when she was in the neon. And she, look, and she looks stunning. Um, she's truly, they have her height wrong on this thing. She's not, she's not six foot five. She is tall, but she's not six five. She's like six, six four. three. Six four at the most. But not six five. Um, but she is truly legs for days from Redlands, California. And um she's been on I mean, obviously she came back for All Stars. Um yeah. and um how was how was competing with her? We both we both had the pleasure of competing with uh with Naomi. Great. I was this 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 when Naomi and I locked in on our friendship, like doing all sorts for with her. I just fell in love with her because she was just so graceful and just so good. And I'm mean, honestly, I'm gonna say this, and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say it before. And then this, this Naomi was robbed of so many wins on all stars for. Naomi should have won the Jersey Justice Challenge. We all know that. And Naomi, there was another one before that she should have won, but they just like snatch game, snatch game. They just played in her face. Like Naomi was so good. She was so funny. I coached her on snatch game. <laughs> Um, no, Naomi is amazing. She should honestly, she should, she should, she should have tied with Trinity. She was robbed of that. One time I was pitching this, uh, this cartoon. I was trying to say, why you, why you such a, why are you such a mean person to me? It's fun. One time I was, um, pitching this cartoon. I was trying to sell and Kim Chi agreed to do a voice on the show. And we were in this meeting. I think it was with HBO. And then I was like, we have a, we have voices attached. We have, uh, Kim Chi is a great, is a, is a queen we have attached to do a voice. And late in the meeting said, Oh, I love kimchi. She was robbed. And I was like, oh. She said what we all be thinking. I said, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. We just got yeah, my mom step out the door. Um, yeah, no, I, lo- I love Nana. Naomi is truly, I just love, I love this queen. She is, she and she's so, y'all don't understand. I, I don't think you all have a understanding of how a truly professional Naomi Smalls is. Yeah. Very professional. Truly a through and through professional. For realsies. I love For that. realsies. I love that bitch so much. She's so great. She's so gross. Let's hop on over to Kimberly Chai T Latte. A girl who is eating the makeup game with her um remarkable uh makeup brand. Kimchi. Kimchi. Uh, kimchi. Kimchi. Yeah. Uh Kimchi is uh from um she hails from wonderful Chicago, um, and or Michigan actually. By wait, wait, she hails from L.A. by way of Chicago, by way of uh, by way of South Korea, by way of Michigan. Wait, why did you go in that order? What? Because that's the order she moved around in. She was in Michigan. She went to South Korea, then she came to Chicago, and then she went to L.A. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, and she was, and Kim Chi was a staple in the Chicago drag scene. Oh, like yeah, she sure. was a staple she for real. Is. Her, I would say, some of the staples uh, from the drag race world are her, Shay, the Vixen, T Rex, um, T Rex. I mean, from the drag race world. Oh, um, her, Shay, the Vixen, Kamara Hall, Nacia Lopez. Kamora, and even and uh, not even 
and Silky Nutmeg Ganache. Not even. Well, but Silky, because Silky's not really from Chicago. Silky's from Mississippi, like from Mississippi. So like I think she was You're in Chicago for a while. So are you are you just able to Clayton County drag scene? I don't know that, but I don't know that, but I I, I think that Silky did drag and, and I, drag. I, I, I think I didn't do drag in um in Atlanta. I mean I didn't start drag there. And also Dita Ritz as well. Dita Ritz. Yeah, yeah. Um Kimchi uh, is great. Kimchi was one of the queens. I we said it before, like she she was one of the queens going to drag race who had so many followers. So like a lot of people knew about Kimchi before she got on the show. She's also oh, so back back in the day, drag race used to do these lists, or not drag race. Fans used to do these like lists. They would vote on who you want to see on Drag Race next, and Kimchi was always at the top of it with like because she has so many followers and so many like before Drag Race, Kimchi had like fifty thousand followers, which was like wild back in the day. Like, oh my god, you have fifty thousand followers? It was crazy. Yeah, and she is. I mean, one of the best makeup artists to ever come out of RuPaul's Drag Race, and insanely, she is a fucking fierce competitor, y'all. Y'all don't get it. Kimchi is a fucking fierce competitor. She was. Truly tough to go up against. Truly. I remember that acting challenge, the, the Ruko's Empire. I just remember Kimchi's wig. It was like a, like an asymmetrical, like blunt boss. It was weird. I'm like, she's a fist competitor when I was like, but a, with a shitty wig on. Kimchi is one of my closest friends in drag, um, out of drag, drag girl, drag race girls, and she, Kimchi comes over to her game nights often. I go over to hers often. Um, I love Kim a lot. Kim is really funny. She's also very sweet and just a very kind person. All like Naomi, also just very down and like always like just a great friend to have. I love Kim. Fun fact about Kimchi: Kimchi has a big ass head, like Kim, a physically Kim large Chi head, with a real big head. Kimchi with a real big with head. a really big head. She talks about it all the time. She she uh she actually if you're able to get a large wig from Wigs and Grace. The company is because they made their wig custom for kimchi's head that's a fact they made their wigs custom for Chim kimchi's head and now they have large wigs because of kimchi also the way kim describes and talks about food i think it's like i was like oh yeah girl i went to um i went to jacob's pickle and I had that sandwich and she's like no she's like no monet you have to try the this like it's so buttery and creamy and the way that you when you bite it and how and how the chicken begins to melt and the way that and with it the the, the the butter the the Biscuit is always so fluffy and, and, and just right, and it's always just perfectly cooked. It is chef's kiss. I feel like she also has a great way of recommending food to you based on what you like. Like she, like she'll yeah. recommend it. It's not based on her own thing. Like she, like she'll hear what you say, then she'll recommend something, and it's always, it's always put on. She could have been the Keith Lee. She could have been the the, the gay she Keith could. Lee. She could be the gay Kim. She still can. Hang Young. But how many, how, 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 how many, how many uh, things you gonna be successful at? You know what? You're right. She's done enough. She's done enough. Monet, we have time for one more, or do we, or, or do we have time for this one? I think we have time for this one. We have about we have about uh, uh forty five seconds. Let's get it done. Um, Bob the Drag Queen, Bob the Drag Queen, one season eight, and um, <laughs> please stop moving around your fucking camera. Fucking <laughs> stop, please. Bob the Drag Queen is obviously you know obviously obviously I know the co-host of this podcast and um my bestest friend. Um, when Bob got on season eight, New York City was very excited. We know when she disappeared from from all all uh Seven uh, Eleven of her gigs, um, and she was going. We all, all knew that she was on the show, and we all knew you would you would do very well, and we were all very proud of you. You made New York very proud, and um, you were a staple in the New York City drag scene, and you did that, girl. 
I don't like that they don't have New York City anywhere on my little profile. That's weird so to me. Yeah, that is weird, but this is what it is. But they don't even have Atlanta. This is this. I mean, I was born in Atlanta. I was in my home. I was born in Columbus. I would say my hometown is Atlanta. And then I would say there should be some in New York City in here somewhere. I lived in New York City longer than any t- any city I've ever lived in. But they don't have that. The things are birthplace, hometown, and location. And your birthplace. No, is- go back to Cam- Go back to Cam's. Go back to Cam's. Kim got a uh, fucking see. Kim probably fucking know somebody over here. Kim <laughs> got two hometowns. She got Michigan and South Korea. wasn't even born in South Korea. Fake ass South Korean. And then she got <laughs> Chicago and Los Angeles. So who Kim know over at uh the, the Drag Race Wiki page? Vince, you anyone? You can go in there and change it right now. Well, then change it for me. Damn. Because <laughs> you know how to do it. It's so easy. Do it. Well, so I, gotta sign, I don't have a Draggers Wiki account. You got to sign in. Oh, I'm not worth signing up for a Wiki account? <laughs> Ain't your little, uh, your, your little uh, Wade from Kim Possible there? Make him do it. Make Genki you know, do I, it. I don't, I don't make Jacob do things. I ask Jacob to do things. That's how I really... I don't know how you and, I don't know how you and, uh, you and Andy yell at each other and scream back and forth. Me and Jacob, we communicate and talk. We do that That's what we do screen. over here. We hold hands and talk. <laughs> Y'all do not hold hands, please. We hold hands sometimes. Yeah, not when y'all talking. I mean, Jacob, you and Jacob, you you all do not even do PDA. You said many times that you're not about PDA. PDA is holding hands in public. Okay, I didn't say in public. We hold hands in the privacy of our own home. So y'all, y'all just y'all to be sitting in your house holding hands. Sometimes Jacob holds my hand, but Jacob also I don't. So Jacob's hands are small. So when we hold hands like this, it kind of hurts my fingers. I can't explain it, but because of the my finger, my hands are so much larger than his, so I prefer that Jacob holds my thumb. What in the Iron Giant? <laughs> Jacob, Jacob will hold my thumb, um, or if we're in a car, if we're in the back seat of an Uber, I'll put my hand underneath his, like I'll just put my hand face down underneath his leg. Y'all are such an odd couple. Wait, why? Which oh oh oh, what? shit! We got my little Kim Possible popping off over here, and J- now the Drag Race Wiki is oh, is it? It's not updated yet for me. But yeah, you know it's what? not updated, Jacob. You ain't you ain't you ain't. Listen, Jacob might work hard, but the the the, the World Wide Web work harder. There it is. Yes, honey, exactly. Motherfucker, hometown, New York, motherfucking city, Brooklyn. Stand the fuck up. You're not from way, Brooklyn. So, New York, you're from Manhattan. I, know, I, just, I, just like, I just like Brooklyn stand the fuck up. It's just fun. So there's a point in the show where I go, where I used to go, and I need you all to put your hands together for the icon, the innovator, the regulator. She's the only one who makes the noise for Madonna. We were in Italy. I learned to say it in Italian. I told you about that one already, right? I said, Milano, l'icona, l'innovatrice, la regina, tutti super Madonna. Um, and then Madonna was like, when we got back to America. She was like, we were her. She goes, I don't, she was, come up with something new. Like, I'm sick of hearing that. Come with like different different things. So last night at Barclays, I said, Brooklyn, stand the fuck up. <laughs> so there's videos of me going, Brooklyn, stand the fuck up. She's not just the icon. She's not just the innovator. She's your mother. Make some noise for Madonna. But it was very fun to yell, Brooklyn, stand the fuck up on the on stage. That was really fun for me. You know, each borough has like they're like rapturous, right? Obviously, Brooklyn, we got who's that dollar? Hold on, Brooklyn got Brooklyn got Kim, Queens got Nikki, Bronx got Cardi, Manhattan. I will say Azalea. Take from it Harlem. back. 
Azalea Banks. Yeah, Azalea Banks. But yes, that mama got, don't got nobody. The, 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 well, Tomas is, is a great rapper. Tomas is a great non-binary rapper. Uh, who they're 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 underground. They're underground. They're very underground. I mean, uh, they have Big Ange. Big Ange's not a rapper. She she had a she had a song technically. Staten Island. Well, maybe maybe Megami will maybe Megami will release a, will release a track. <laughs> anyway, do you have anything you want to say about yourself? I'm very listen. I'm very proud of your work on Repulsion Drag Race, Bob. And, you know, when you won, I remember standing at, standing at Pieces Bar because you didn't tell me. Well, you didn't know either. Well, he did know. Um, I did not know. You, 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 you've won Drag Race. You know that we don't know. And I knew. You lying. I knew. And Go that, back and look at the footage of Monet looking pissed off that she died. And, and tell me her good. And, and then compare that to her acting challenge. And tell me if you think her acting skills are that good. Anyway... When you won, I remember sitting at Pieces Bar downtown on a Monday night, and I was just crying at the piece at Pieces Bar when you won because I was so proud of the work you did on that season. I appreciate that. I don't have anything to add to myself because it feels unfair. No one else got that. No one else got to contribute about themselves on the on the podcast. So I just I'll refrain. Thank you. And when it's my turn, give me that same fucking energy I just gave you. We'll 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 we'll, we'll do that when we get to All Stars. But on ten, I'm gonna give the ten review. <laughs> yeah yeah big dog on 10 we're giving the season 10 review baby we're not we're obviously we're not doing all stars because that would be doubling up but we maybe should maybe we should throw in we should do the vivian at some point because she was on drag race in america yeah we can do that we can do the vivian the viviana um all right Monet. um we got through a whole season well we got through a part of a season because we, we we were already uh we're already uh, two in. As I want to know, I be coming in here with full intent to do this. You love derailing us and tang and tangalizing our fucking experience. Go back to the beginning of the podcast, y'all. Just listen, listen to Monet. Go back to the beginning of the podcast. And, I was and, trying to get on, on hyper focusing on me having one drink at the bar earlier today. Wait, okay, were you overserved or was it one drink? One drink. How was big was this one drink? One drink. It was a big go. It was a big drink. Monet, you will lie on these people. You, these people get their whole business shut down because of you. Pink, uh, Pink Iceland about to get this bar, whole bar about to get shut down. Monet telling people that these niggas selling big gulps and one gallon drinks. <laughs> it's not the, big the shows are boring. You will fall asleep. You'll be overserved. Oh my God, you're so serious. This is a crazy. Not only that, you could have just said a drag show. You called out the specific queen. You're like, she's from Portland. She's been there for 20 something years. We know who's boring ass show you're at. This is crazy. Anyway, I love my time here in Iceland. Shout out to Birna. Shout out to Eva. Shout out to Hannes. Shout yeah, out to Yeah, a little Sarah. too much beer. Beer. <laughs> no. beer no. How about enough beer? <laughs> and it's been, I've had such a great time. I can't talk about Iceland enough. It was such a great time. I love Pink Iceland. I, you I, can't I, talk about it without slurring. That's for sure. I'm going to move back to Iceland. I had such a good time. Not that you'd remember. All right, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> We'll be back about, uh, we'll be back uh, and we'll be kicking off with the season nine of RuPaul's Drag Race on the next installation. And of course, quick reminder to you all, we that will be reviewing, has a big no, this, we will be, we will be talking about, um, we will be, we're talking about uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. We'll be reviewing season 16 over on our YouTube page, but we'll be reviewing Untucked exclusively. We'll be reviewing I talked exclusively on the Patreon. Bitch. I you are good. Say goodbye to everyone. Bye guys.